This is a broadcast of Holland United Church of Christ. At Holland UCC, we seek to open the mind and engage the heart. We are a community of justice, peace, and affirmation in Holland, Michigan, where everyone is welcome to the table. Hello, friends. Welcome to this week's contemplative practice session. So good to be with you. Summer is a wonderful time for us to connect to nature. And nature, of course, provides so many opportunities for healing, for connection, for rest. for wonder and beauty. And I hope that this summer has held such opportunity for you to engage in nature. In the book, Spiritual Literacy, Reading the Sacred in Everyday Life, uh, Frederick Broussat, Frederick and Marianne Broussat, speak about this power of, of nature to feed us spiritually, to take us deeper and to allow us to be present in any given moment. And Frederick Broussat writes, I was taught as a boy that while I should not pick other people's flowers, they would be happy if I helped them pull weeds. I was too young to protest that a weed, in the words of philosopher Ralph Waldo Emerson, is just a plant whose virtues have never been discovered. Consider the dandelion. I was encouraged to regard these plants as difficult weeds that spoil the green grass beauty of suburban lawns. Be sure you get all the roots, I was instructed, or they will just grow back and don't let them go to seed or you'll have even more weeds to deal with. Now I have a different attitude toward dandelions. I drink a tea made from those hardy roots to cleanse my system. And I regret those times when I sprayed them with poison to stop them from blooming. Catholic Bishop Fulton Sheen speaks of plants in general, but I think particularly of dandelions when he says, Plants tell us that life must live not only for itself, but also for others. The trunk and the branches are for self, but the blossoms are for a generation yet unborn. The lesson of altruism is hidden in every blossom. That's the quote from Bishop Fulton Sheen. Broussat continues, Nature, of course, does have its downsides. Floods, hurricanes, blizzards, and tornadoes wreak havoc on humans, animals, plants, and landscapes. Rather than ignore these realities by romanticizing nature, spiritual literacy acknowledges them through the practice of shadow. Rick Bass, who lives in one of the most beautiful areas of the United States, Montana, knows all about shadow. He writes, If it is snowing when you go out to get wood for your fireplace, tie one end of a rope around your waist and tie the other end to the cabin door. The snow can start coming down so fast and hard that in the short time it takes you to get to the woodshed, you can get lost in a whiteout on your way back. It doesn't sound like it's possible but it happened to me once. A light snow turned heavy in just seconds and then became a blizzard. 
I ended up staying in the woodshed all night waiting for daylight. I felt ridiculous, but not as ridiculous as I would have felt dying within a mile of my cabin when all I had wanted to do was to get a few sticks of wood. There is some compass in all of us that does not want us to walk a straight line. I respect this and do not try to challenge it in blizzards. Sometimes people run out of gas, visitors, not locals, up on the pass, where during the winter traffic can go by only every second or third day, and some of them freeze to death in their cars, traveling without heavy clothes, without sleeping bags in the back, and others freeze in the woods when they get out of their cars and try to walk for help. Everyone up here has a CB as well as shortwave radios in their trucks. You can live in a dangerous place quite easily, but to visit it is another thing. Those latter comments by Rick Bass in the Loyal Mountains. As you ruminate on these reflections about nature, I invite you to take a deep breath in. Breathing in the beauty, the peace, the detail of the dandelion. And exhale, exhaling the shadow side of nature, the danger that lurks in certain situations. Breathing in and breathing out. Friends, what opportunities have you had to engage in nature recently? I invite you sometime in the coming week to be intentional. Think about a place where you can go. A place that's quiet and where you're somewhat separated from the rest of civilization and modern life. And maybe that's hard to find where you live, but surely there's a park, uh, a trail, a beach, some woods, a place where you can go to breathe more deeply, to notice the little life happening under our feet and around us every moment. Even sitting at the foot of a tree in your yard or at a local park is a wonderful way to be instructed by the wisdom that is found in nature. Take some time. Look up into a tree. Notice 
the many branches and branches off of branches, the leaves, all part of an intricate and complex system, taking in nutrients from the earth, deep in the earth through its roots, soaking in sunlight through its leaves, producing oxygen for us to breathe, taking in carbon dioxide, and then maybe notice a tree next to that tree and imagine that that they communicate through their roots. Notice the small wonders a single tree can contain. Squirrels, chipmunks, birds and nests. A whole neighborhood in one tree. And as you spend some time for a walk, visiting nature, allow it to speak to you. Allow its peace to wash over you. And remember that we are connected to all that is. Well, peace to you, friends. And until next time, consider even the dandelion. Go in peace. Invited to join us for worship on Sunday mornings at 10 a.m. streaming on Facebook. You can also watch these messages on the Holland UCC YouTube channel. And for more information, how to get involved, or to support our work, like us on Facebook or visit hollanducc.org.